0: Allahumma alhamma alaihi wa sallam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu 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 wa محمد wa barakatuhu wa barakatuhu wa barakatuhu wa إبراهيم wa barakatuhu wa barakatuhu wa barakatuhu wa from the surahs that were initially revealed Upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam The first was the beginning of Surah al-alaq iqra' bismi rabbika alladhi khalaq There were five ayat Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam It was the first time that he met Jibreel alayhi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam After going back to his wife Khadija, anha, he was very worried, concerned. Then she took Nabi sallallahu wa to her cousin, Waraqa bin Nawfal. He explained that this is an angel, this is not a shaitan. This is the angel that came to Musa. Salam. He mentioned to Nabi, sallallahu wa sallam, one day it will happen that your nation will take you out of the city. Nabi sallallahu wa said, But they like me, they're my people. Most of us have known, we know about this here. Then there was a gap of about six months. During this time, there was no revelation, there was no Jibreel Nabi Wasallam wa would walk around, he was anxious. At the moment, no command was given, it was only read. And then Nabi Wasallam wa mentioned, he heard after six months, it was, O Muhammad. Nabi Wasallam wa heard a voice from above, he looked. It was the chance. One of the few times that he said he saw Jibreel in his original form. Not in the form of a man, but in his original form. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi said, whatever of the sky you can normally see, he could not see any of the sky. Jibreel covered everything. Seeing Jibreel ﷺ, Nabi ﷺ fell down unconscious. That fear that gripped him after that was such, that when he went back home, he became gripped in a fever. And when you're feeling very, very cold, then normally you say, cover me. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa was covered. And then the verses that were revealed, Allah Taala now addressed him. O oh, the one that is covered up. Ya iyuha al-muddathir. O the one that is covered. Allah Taala could have said, Ya iyuha nabi O my nabi. Ya iyuha al But by saying, Ya iyuha al it was going to be an address to Rasulullah sallallahu It was going to be an address to everyone of this ummah. It was going to be an address to one person who understood that his purpose in life is to invite. To invite Muslims to Allah, to invite non-Muslims to Allah. That he got a 60-year, a 40-year, a 30-year chance. After 30-40 years when he's going to go in the grave, it will not be asked how many rents and how many cents he made. But if one person changed his life because of him, Allah's Rasul said, Let one man find guidance because of you. It is better than that wealth that you are looking for. Because as you will enter the grave, that man's account will go with you. One man can change another five, five can change another ten. A day will come where you will come with an entire nation yourself. To be a da'i to Allah, you don't have to be a person of the tongue. Your dua for hidayat, for guidance of mankind can be from the heart. Your effort can be with wealth. You can open a madrasa. you can sponsor a student. Your effort can be with a book, you just put some book in someone's hand. That person goes home, could be a Muslim, could be a non-Muslim. Sometimes that answer that they're looking for is in that one book. You yourself never had time to read it, but you just gave it to a friend. He took it, he read it, and he was gripped what he was looking for, he found it. The verse said, "Ya mudathir. To every person who understood, I want to call to Allah. And then the surah is for everyone else also. Meaning me and you who are gripped in this world. That as we saw the whole world made this world the purpose of life. That I have to also live it up. I have to get comfortable. I have to have what everyone around me has. The surah is going to speak to that person. Ya al mudassir, O the one who has covered yourself well. Allah's Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa covered himself because of that fever that was created by seeing Jibreel alayhi salam. Me and you normally cover ourselves when we go to sleep and we don't want to wake up in the morning. That Fajr Azan is always too early. The Hajjud before that is even more harder. At that moment when that Azan or Fajr goes, you'll see that man grabs his blanket even tighter. Dithar refers to that inner clothing. We call it your vest, your pyjamas, that blanket that you pull on. Allah said, Oh, the one who has grabbed himself in his clothing. Isn't it time for you to stand up? Not only to perform salah, but give a warning. Give a warning to yourself, to your family. Give a warning to your children. Inzar does not mean shout. Many of us, whenever we want our children to practice on deen, We leave, 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 and then we shout. Indhar means give a warning in such a unique manner that the person says to you, Allah reward you. So you're driving and you see that police officer trapping. You saw you are on the right speed, but many others you know will get caught. You send a warning, it's one message. When you send the warning, it's not necessary that man must listen to you. But you gave him the warning. You never shouted him. You never fought with him. Stand and give a warning. That warning can take place with ta'aleem in the house. That is a warning. That warning can take place by just leaving a book in the house. That's a warning. That warning can take place by telling the child, read for me one story. That's the warning. There's a hundred ways of giving a warning. But if a person does not warn, And if that fire is small, no fire ever remains small. A time comes where it does become very, very, very big. Every man has to warn himself and the people around that there is a fire burning. That fire is burning in the phone. If there is no warning, that the more you are just going to carry on surfing the nets, There's a time going to come where one wave is going to catch you and you're no longer going to be surfing, you will be drowning. When that man will be warning his family, he'll be getting his own warning, that I'm also surfing too much. If warning stops, that is where the person starts driving fast. That is where accidents happen. If there's a warning, if he's hitting 160 and someone just says, watch your speed. Naturally he brings it back to 140. The world stopped warning each other and an open game started on the internet. It became so big that today where we never thought in South Africa irtidad becoming murtad will spread so fast, but it is like fire spreading. A person is on drugs, he wants to come out of drugs. There's one rehab in South Africa that it is run by Muslim-named people. So the Muslim was on drugs, he feels, if I go there, they Muslim, those people are murtad. They are out of the fold of Islam. He goes there to come out of drugs, they take him out of drugs and they make him a Christian. They say, from the pot into the fire. Now one friend had to go speak to a person who left Islam. That person who left Islam was so confident that my friend said that if somebody else had gone to speak to him, he's sure if that person was not an alim, this man would have made that person also leave Islam. The way he spoke, how confident he was, kum anzir Before the fire starts, You will have to warn, put out the fire. As long as that warning continues, a person threads slowly. Warning again is not shouting. You come to a park, the person is very happy at the park. It's a wild, it's a nature reserve, there's a warning there. Watch out for wild animals. That is a warning. If that warning is not there, monkeys bite, beware. That warning is there. Otherwise that monkey looks so cute. The small child wants to go and throw something to the monkey. If that warning is not there, he does throw. Then the monkey jumps and it scratches his whole face. He becomes scarred for life. Later on what will be said, Why didn't you warn us? This is called, "Um We have all been created as a warner. A warner does not mean one who shouts. It means there must be something in the house, something must be happening. That the child is told, the wife is told, the husband is told, this world is not safe. قُمْ فَانْذِرْ In giving this warning, how will you start? The beginning of the warning is, speak of the greatness of Allah. In such a manner that the person must fall in love with Allah, and that person must be scared of Allah. When a person wants to leave Islam, sometimes when you will speak, you will see his talk. His talk will be then, why did Allah do this? That sentence, why? So you would like to say to the person that, remember, Allah is not a boss of a tuck shop. Allah is not one small man running a business. Allah is the one that even the mightiest of angels, when Allah's command comes, everything shivers. Everything shivers, but on earth, because me and you never understood the majesty of Allah. There's no love for Allah left, and there's no fear for Allah. Warabbaka Speak of the greatness of Allah then make your clothing pure. Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned, Half of your Iman will get done if you can be pure. Very fast regarding this. Who doesn't like to be clean? Allah has created two types of creatures around us, creations, both we cannot see. One is inclined towards purity, one is inclined towards dirt. Jinn, what we call shayateen, they love dirt. So they will come to a person when the environment is dirty or it is away from modesty. If the satar is exposed, then the jinn will come and the angels pull back. And if the body is covered nicely, the angels come and the jinn pull back. If a person is in a bathroom, in a toilet, then that is where the jinn will come and the angels will stay out. A person is in a masjid, the angels will come, the jinn will stay out. If the environment is clean, you got angels. If the environment is dirty, you got jinn. We will look around us and see how much time we spend with angels, how much time we spend with jinn. Had it been in the past, the only time the angels would pull back was, when a man was going for istinja. Rasulullah thought, when going for istinja, take the name of Allah. Read Bismillah. He said, what Bismillah, Allah will put a barrier between you and the jinn. They will not be able to see your naked body. One Bismillah. Allah's Nabi made sure that the hair is covered. When he went to the place of Istinja, he would lift up his garment at the last moment. So majority of the time the sitar is covered. He would spend the least amount of time because he would say that these areas where people normally make, in the time of the Arabs, they had no toilets like ours. So they used the places where there were a lot of trees. So they would say that these are the places of a lot of date palms. It was easy to go there and find where I'm nicely covered. And there they would do whatever they needed to relieve themselves, they would do it there. Allah's Nabi wa said, This area where people normally relieve themselves, this is the area of the jinn. He said, this is the area of the jinn. Al-Khubus wal-Khaba is the most filthiest of the jinn. This is their area. He said, when a person comes here, take the name of Allah. He taught us, inni إِنِّي أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنَ wal وَالْخَبَائِثِ Allah, the dirt that is here, please protect me. In that era, it was the only time where a person would go towards a dirty place. Where there was no angels, there was only jinn. Allah's name was taken in quickly, out quickly. Today the world changed. Today they made the environment such that majority of the place the angels are kept out and the jinn are invited in. So if the child has to go to school, on the name they'll say it's an education. But they will make it compulsory in that school. That if the girl has to come, then her body must be uncovered. You might say, but she's a small girl. What difference it makes being uncovered? The question is, why then can't she be covered? They needed her to be uncovered, so the angels pull back. When the angels pull back, then the jinn come in. That child that spends now six to seven hours in that environment, even if the teacher is not a very bad teacher, just the company of evil jinn the whole day is more than enough to ruin the child. Then the person will go to the market. They will put on music. They will put on dirty pictures all around. Filth will invite the jinn and it keeps the angel out. In his business, he's surrounded by filth and dirt. Again a few hours, only jinn, only jinn. The only thing that protects me and you is the little time we get when we come to the masjid. That's when the jinn stay out and the angels are full وَثِيَابَكَ Try to be clean how far and how much you can. Allah's Nabi ﷺ went to the limits. Where he taught this ummah, the cleaner you get, the more clean angels come to you. The cleaner you get, the more you draw angels. He taught the ummah have a miswak. He said, whenever Jibreel came to me, he said, Oh Muhammad wasallam, did you make miswaq? Nabi wasallam told Anas anh, whenever I meet you, I tell you, did you make miswaq? I know I am very hard on you, clean your teeth. Nabi said, this miswaq will clean your teeth, it will make you beloved to Allah. He thought before coming to the masjid, during the day, make sure you have taharat wuzu. That wuzu was not only to clean the body, to make you fit for the salah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, a person who completes his wuzu, he only finishes wuzu. He never reads yet two rakats of salah, only finishes wuzu. He said then he reads, Ashhhadu Allah ilaha illallah, wa Ashhadu Anna Muhammad Rasulullah, Shahada. He says, on that wudu, the eight doors of Jannah open up for him. Why will eight doors open? He hasn't yet done anything. He hasn't done. The, the, he's still going to read the salah. With that wudu, he becomes so pure in the eyes of the doors of Jannah. Nabi Wasallam said, as the water is dropping, every sun is dropping with it. He says, as that water touches the nail, that sun under the nail comes out. As he washes his face, that sin he looked towards, that is washed away. That sin that he touched, that's washed away. At the end of the wuzu, he is so pure. Just wudu. That even if he's in inside, there is dirt. Allah in his kindness has made that wuzu a shield for him. That shield is such that even Jannah will not pick up your dirt now. So every door of Jannah opens, that if there's anyone clean in the world, it's you. And the doors open up. That person who stays with wudu during the day, the jinn are pushed away, the angels come towards him. The person who stays with wudu during the day, a child who goes to madrasa, they tell him, make sure you got wudu, why? You're going to read Quran. Has the child ever been told you're going to school, make sure you got wudu? The child will say why? He says because you're going to a place where there's a lot of jinn and very little angels. If you got your wudu, it will be your shield. Wudu is a shield for a believer. You don't take your shield when you're going to your friend. You take your shield when you're going to the enemy. You lift up your shield when the arrow is coming. You don't lift up the shield when there's no arrow. When he goes to madrasa, he has to have wudu Because how will he read Qur'an? But when he goes to school, he must have wudu Because that's where every arrow of kufar is coming towards the boy. If we can encourage your child, our children, oh my child, be pure because the angels love purity. When your wudu breaks, immediately make wudu. Let a time not come that the jinn get a chance to come front. You must be surrounded all the time. Let your clothing be very pure. These were the usools to be protected from all sides. One is, قُمْ fa'anẓir. Continue warning in your house, you don't need to shout. وَرَبَّكَ فكبر. Speak of the greatness of Allah, you don't need to scream. He reads, she reads, you read. Allah's greatness is mentioned. Who doesn't know Allah is great? Speak of the greatness of Allah. Let your clothing be pure. Let your body be pure. Let there be a miswak in the pocket. Let there be clothing that is clean. Let there be a body that has War Whatever is dirty, then try and push it away. Whatever is dirty, push it away. What is dirty? The person who has seen porn, no matter how much he is addicted to it, he knows it's dirty. That person who says that it's only my wife's picture on my phone, that picture is something that is not clean, the wife is clean. But the picture is not clean. وَرْرُجْزَ whatever is not clean, let it go. In the time of the Arabs, the first thing they called this ridge, it was known as idols. Command was that idol, now let it go. For me, and you, there's an idol in the heart. War-Ruj-za-Fahjur. I got married, years ago it was. There were many pictures that were taken, it is in my album, Day in the back of the room. I know it's wrong. I know at that time my wife, how she dressed up, how I dressed up. That if my child has to look at it and say, Daddy, today you the Amir of the town, once upon a time, look how you were. Every time I think, can I let it go? Then I just say, just leave it for a while. Allah tawar ta'ala said, let it go. Hijrat meant when Sahaba went to Medina Munawwara, they said, Allah let us now never pass away in Makkah mukarram Because we left it never to return to love again. war Rujza fahjur Allah, Allah said, let it go, in a manner that it will never come back. It is sometimes so hard to take out an idol, but the individual that has done it, he will see the devil comes out with it. There are many things in our life that we have to let go, There is that chat that we want to delete. But every time I say, I'll delete it tomorrow. There is that application that I know it's just taking me worse and worse. And every time I'm phoning and I'm asking, I need help. I fell in love with that woman. Then I fell in love with that one. Then I got caught chatting to this one. Every time I say, it's this application that put me in a problem. And then the person says, delete it. And then he just holds Allah tala says war that when you know it is dirty fahjur now is the time to make hijrat. Wala tamnun tastakfir And thereafter in this world the Arabs had this habit that there were certain people who would give a gift. Ulama mentions in one tafsir the alim wrote he says, nowadays we don't find it, but in that time it was that if you give a gift they would know the person would give back a better gift. It was a habit of the Arabs. Impossible. Impossible you give an Arab a gift, except that you get something back. Amongst our women, I don't know now if it's still, but there was a time where a child is born. So the auntie will have a paper, her book, that whoever gives gifts now, because the child is born, she'll write it down. What gift they gave and the value of it. Ten years later that other one will get a baby, she'll take out a book. That she sent this year, I'll give it. That other one never sent nothing, nothing for. Someone invited her for the wedding, Walima. She writes the name, say when my daughter gets married, I'll invite her. Allah Tabaratullah said, Wala tamnun. Don't give gifts just so you can get. Allah got more than enough to give. So one alim wrote nicely, he said, However, today in our muashara, we found if someone gives you a gift, our people are very happy to say, Jazakallah. Us. Arabs were never like that. They would give back. It would be a Jazakumullah khairan" and immediately they would give back. So Almighty Allah said, don't ever give gifts just so that you can get more. "Wali rabbika fasbir. And the final, that this world is not easy. Even if you're good, you will see difficulty. And if you beg you will see difficulty here, but you're going to see worse in the grave, and the worst in the year after. Allah said, for your Allah, make sabr. How a father sometimes says to his son, just for your daddy, just please, I'm begging. Allah said, few years you got. For your Allah, can you make sabr? Few years. And If you make the sabr, فَإِذَا نُقِرَ فِي النَّاقُورِ Allah says, because the time is coming where the trumpet will be blown. فَذَلِكَ يَوْمَئِذِي يَوْمٌ Asir, That will be a day which will be very difficult. عَلَى الْكَافِرِينَ غَيْرُ يَسِيرٌ It will not be at all easy for the one who disbelieved. ذَرْنِي وَمَنْ خَلَقْتُ وَحِيدًا وَجَعَلْتُ لَهُ مَالًا مَمْدُودًا وَبَنِينَ الشُّهُودًا وَمَحَتْتُ لَهُ تَمْهِيدًا They are those people in this world. They want to be unique. Amongst the non-Muslims they are. In the era of Rasulullah wasallam, there was a man called Walid bin Mughira. But it wasn't only him. He had ten sons. In that member what we have, the committee. In the committee of Makkah Mukarrama, he sat and all his sons sat. So if a vote had to be passed, he was definitely going to win it. Ten sons, he was the boss. He had wealth, he had the voice, he had the opinion. He was known as Waheed. Waheed means unique. We're living in a world today where everyone wants to be Mr. Unique. I want to have that card that got my name on the number plate. I must be unique. I have to have a phone that shows it's me, I must be unique. I have to have a house that got it. It must be unique. That word unique in Arabic is called waheed. You are one of a kind. But when man becomes one of a kind, he loses Allah. Allah said, the one who wants to be one of a kind, ذرني ومن خلقت I created that one of a kind. says, leave me to deal with him. وَجَعَلْتُ لَهُ How much of wealth I gave him. How much of children I gave him. How easy I made his life. Unique he is. But why is it that when his road to become unique opens, then instead of walking with humility, he starts bouncing. Instead of speaking soft, he starts screaming. Instead of making shukr to Allah, he starts making na shukri. This world when wealth comes like a storm, it takes the person with it. Allah says, "Thumma yatma'u an azid." That man is so rebellious, and still he got hope that I'm going to give him more. Kalla. This is a man who has become stubborn to my signs. Saurhikuhu One day he will stand in front of me. There's one hill in Jahannam, very high. It is called Sa'ud. It is made of fire. Allah says, I will make him climb this hill. He will climb fire. And when he reaches the top, he will be dropped into the fire. He will burn, he will be taken out, and he will be told climb fire. Because in this world, all he wanted to was to go high. So Almighty Allah says, I will let him go very high. He wanted to be hot in this world, he will be very hot in that world. He wanted on the car of his, he had fire. There will be a day when he will see fire. Allah said, leave that man. May Allah save us. Wealth doesn't always mean greatness. This world only got 60 to 65 years. If wealth comes, it must keep a person down. Because no one wants to climb up. Allah then speaks of Jahannam. Allah says, his Saqar. After I make him climb up that fire, that fire, that mountain of fire, then I will make him fall into the fire. So, Uslihi Sakar, I will enter him into the fire. Wa ma ma should I inform you what is this fire? La tubqi wa tadar. It is a fire that when it will touch you, it will leave you with nothing. When it will touch you, it will leave you with nothing. Meaning it will grab and it will burn it all. And after it burns you, normal fire of this world, when they want to stop a fire, they light another fire. So that fire eats up that grass. And when there's no grass left, the fire dies. Because the fire says there's nothing to burn now. Allah says this fire is such it will eat you, but it will not leave you. It will eat you, but it will not leave you. The fire will burn everything. As soon as it's burned, the command will be given grow again. The body will get its flesh. Everything will come right and the fire will start again. It will not leave you with anything, and when it's burnt you completely, it will not leave you. It will start burning again. lil <laughs> bashar, it has come to strike against the skin. Alayha <laughs> tis'at ashar, in charge of this fire will be 19 unique angels. There will be no bribery, there will be no escaping. It will not be a prison of South Africa, that every time they catch 10 people, then we hear 20 escaped after that. This will be a fire that even one angel will be sufficient to keep them all in. Allah says, What 19 angels are you ready to live in this fire? The next ruku Allah says, Kalla. Kalla means you will never manage. There's no way you're gonna manage the fire. kubar. <laughs> By the Qasam, by the oath of the moon. What a oath. You see the moon, how it goes. It was one. And it was the second day, it got a little bigger. Third, fourth. Everyone is saying, I'm waiting for the full moon. But what happens after the full moon? It's gone. Allah says, look at the moon. Because me and you are all waiting to reach our climax. Become full. That's what you want. Earn the wealth of this world, so you'll get full. But what happens after becoming full? The next day, there's no moon after that. Me and you, day by day, our moon is getting full. Look at my moon, look at your moon. Are we ready for the day of the grave where there's no light? As that moon is coming, and it's getting bigger, bigger, where normally the people of the world get happier and happier, A man of intelligence must understand when the moon gets full then it starts going down. then it starts becoming smaller, smaller, smaller until there's no moon. We reach the age of 55, 57, that is your time in life. Then your child, he got no time for his father, he got no time for his grandfather. Now that leg which was so strong that kicked the ball and never missed a goal. That leg can't move how you want it to move. Now you need a stick. Still that man is thinking my moon is going to get bigger. But the time comes when the moon now starts getting smaller. When the beard comes out already the moon is getting smaller. When the back starts staining the moon is getting smaller. When your wife starts saying to you at night that she doesn't need perfume anymore she needs zamba then you know the moon is very small. When your small child says, Dada, Dada, Grandfather, then you know your moon is now getting. As that moon, Allah says, by the oath of the moon, do you really think this world is going to last? Do you really think? When our moon becomes full, it normally becomes full when you start working, 30, 33, now I got it all going, don't ever fall in a lie, look up that night at the moon, and the moon will say, I was also full the other day. How fast the moon goes down, me and you are also going down. How fast the moon goes down, me and you are also going. And when we will be laid in that grave, there will be no moon. On that day, what light I created, you created will be my light. Otherwise it will be lights off. By the oath of the moon, وَاللَّيْلِ إذا إِذْ أَدْبَرْ وَالصُبْحِ إِذَا Asfar. Allah says, by the oath of night, night comes, it disappears so fast. Then day comes, darkness is gone, light comes, light is gone, darkness comes. How fast it goes? 24 hours, 12 hours, it's all is needed. I just woke up, I did a little work, and already I see the sun is setting. Almighty Allah says, by the oath of how day and night, so fast, so fast, mine and your life is going to be so fast. I just woke up, and you all think about it now, the day I became Balik till today, how many times I watched what I was not supposed to see, how many of those movies, those cartoons, those novels, those entertainments I did, but do I remember now even one of them that gives me enjoyments? And then I say, how many days I performed the salah because that's the only thing coming with me. When people are told, make sabr for Allah, walirabbika fasbir, for your Allah, just be a little patient. The qabr and Jannah is around the corner. The person says, for how long must I be patient? So the day and night says it's only one day. And not even one day. Because you just woke up and your day got finished. We started at the age of 15. We already 40, 30, 45, 50. There are those at 60. Another person said he was only 70. He said he was only 70 when he passed away. That was only 70. Like what we wanted him to reach. Allah's Nabi Wasallam said, The age of my ummah is 60 to 63. You just go past there already, your moon is just stretching. So little. So little. <laughs> For your Allah, can you make a little sabr? Allah says, <laughs> A day will come where every soul will be told, that you are going to be held according to your action. So the kafir will go with kufr, and kufr will never allow him to be released. The mushrik will go with shirk, shirk will never allow him to be released. So he got a handcuff. In that handcuff which will never open, he will have to burn and burn and burn in Jahannam forever. But then is the believer. The believer will also be held in the fire with his action. For every salah that he must, for every zakat that he never gave, for every eye that looked where it never supposed to look, for every tongue that said what it's not supposed to say, what Allah will make ma forgive will be forgiven, what will not initially be forgiven, it will be your handcuff. Every soul will be held with his action, illa ashab al yameen. However, the people of Jannah, فِي جَنَّاتِ يَتَسَاءَلُونَ While others are burning in the fire, they will be having what we say like coffee. They will be in paradise talking. May Allah make me and you amongst those people. Picture the scene now. Picture the scene. There is someone burning in Jahannam. Jahannam is very far away. Jannah is very far. Almighty Allah will remove the barrier. The people of Jannah will now be looking at the people of Jahannam. These people will be sitting around. They will have a drink in front of them. They will be their coffee, their milkshake, their tea, whatever. They will be speaking to the people of Jahannam. In those people of Jahannam, there will be disbelievers, there will be believers also. May Allah make us, we are those that are not in the fire. When they will speak to them, they will ask them a question, Ma salakakum fi saqar. Oh my friend, what put you in the fire? This will be a unique phone call. When you will see someone burning in this world, if that car is burning, you will run to save that man. On that day, you cannot save the man. You will only be able to make a phone call and say, my friend who's burning, what made you burn? And while burning that man will have to answer Lam naku min al that we just could not take the courage to perform salah. Walam naku nut'im al-miskeen, al-miskeen, we were unable to feed the poor, meaning zakat we couldn't give. It was only two and a half percent. but for me that was too much. Two-and-a-half percent meant five thousand of my cash. I said, can't I just give two thousand? Can't I make it to one thousand? This year business wasn't very good. He said, I could just not give that little wealth. I could not perform that salah. I could not give that zakat. He said, our problem is when there were those people who were drowning in this world, I also began drowning with them. When there were those people who were only in entertainment, only in games, only in enjoyments, only in mocking, only in playing, then I also joined them. My life became a game. It became a game on the internet. It became a game in the clubs. It became a game in the raves. I was drowning with those who were drowning. And thereafter, when they entered the fire, I went with them. Some with kufr will go, some without kufr. But they will be held with the action until Almighty Allah then. Some people will think, kunna نُكَذِّبُ بِيَوْمِ الدِّينِ And they say that many a time people told us, what about qiyamah? And then they said, we would just say that it can't be. Either really you say that is kufr, or the heart just says that don't worry of death. That. that is something very far. Until the day death came to us. Then the reality opened. Almighty Allah says many a time a person thinks my father. You know who my father is. Whenever I'm in a problem he'll get me out. Says my grandfather was a man of the masjid. Allah says, on that day, intercession is not going to save you. Until Almighty Allah does not allow intercession, your grandfather can scream for you, but it will not be heard. The day Almighty Allah says, who wants to intercede? It might be after 2000 years. It might be after 10,000 years. Who wants to wait for that? Allah says, intercession like that is not going to save anyone. فَمَا لَهُمْ Look at this verse of Qur'an. This is the end of the surah. After Jahannam was described. First was the principles, you want to save your life, warn. Speak of the greatness of Allah. Wear clean clothing. Make sabr for Allah, it's only few days. Then Jahannam was described. Look at the end of the surah. فَمَا لَهُمْ عَنِ التَّذْكِرَةِ مُعْرِضِينَ what is wrong with the people? That what an advice is being given to them, but they still turning their faces away from this advice. It seems, if you ever saw a zebra, the zebra in the jungle or in the lion park or in the Kruger park, the zebra is such, if you ever saw it, if the lion roars very far away, that zebra doesn't even know where the lion is. He doesn't know. He just runs. He could be running towards the lion also. He just knows a lion roars run. And the zebra is a unique animal when he runs, then his wind comes out. When he runs, then he gives that poof. Allah says, when that man he hears the advice of Allah, and he just turns away. Allah Tawarqallah says, Is he a zebra running away from the roar of the lion? Meaning, does he think Allah's advice is like a roar? Does he think Allah wants to grab him and bite him? Does he think Allah wants to catch him? Does he think Allah wants to take his wealth? Does he think Allah wants to take his enjoyment? Why is it that when he's called to Allah, he turns and he runs? Is he like a zebra? Farrat min qaswara. Who's running away from a lion. Meaning Allah is not the lion one to attack. Why is he behaving like the zebra? He says the people behave as though they're waiting for their own Quran to come to them. They're waiting for a kitab to come in their house. The book must be opened. They're waiting for their dream. The dream where they'll see the fire. They'll see themselves burning in the fire. He says, everyone wants his own book. And in the book it must be written, you're going to burn in the fire, change your life. Allah says, what are they waiting for? Is this not the open book? Kalla. Then Allah says, it's not that. That the day they see a dream, then they'll change. The day they see a sign, The problem is, They do not have the fear of the year after. Why the beginning of the surah? Because the warning was never given from a young age. I have to warn myself, you have to warn. One way of warning is sometimes just close your eye and picture the fire of Jahannam. That itself is a warning. Just close your eye and picture that fire. Sometimes close your eye and see the gardens of paradise. And then just say one subhanallah and see one tree being planted so fast. And it says, I want that land. And sometimes see the fire. We will have to warn ourselves and warn the people around. Because it's when the warning is not given that the person gets trapped. Allah says, this Quran is a most unique advice. فَمَنْ شَاءَ ذَكَرًا The one who wants, he will take the lesson. وَمَا يَذْكُرُونَ إِلَّا إِن يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ But no one will take the lesson except he who Allah allows. So you make dua and you say, Allah, let me change. The one who asks, Allah opens. The one who doesn't ask and he waits, his door never opens. Indeed, Allah is the one we should fear. And whoever fears Allah, you will find Allah is the one who forgives. Indeed, Allah is the one who we should fear. And whoever fears Allah, you will find Allah is the one who's ready to forgive. In the Surah, Allah tabarikala outlined the principle for the protection from Jahannam for ourselves, our families, our children, that in our houses, don't be wrapped up in your luxury. Ya Oh, the one who's nicely clothed with his pyjamas in his clothing, he's feeling very warm. If you're not going to make an effort, you'll be warm today, you'll be burning tomorrow. Come out of your luxury and start warning. This is not a garden, this world. This is a walkway. The person ends off, either he finds himself in the pleasures of Jannah or in the pits of hell. May Allah, let us see the warnings wherever we go. It's in the marketplace, it's in the schools, it's in the universities, it's in our phone. When a person goes onto the internet, he enters in the university, he must see the fire of Jahannam. And he must understand, I'm not going to burn. Then he will walk in a unique manner. He will watch that there's no scorpion. He will see that there's no snake. And he will come out nicely. May Allah make our journey in this world a safe journey. It is only one road we have to walk. If we can reach that end, we will have life forever. Enjoyment forever. Paradise forever. You will have your coffee, your tea, your enjoyment. And you might be seeing others burning. And we will get the chance to say, what made you burn? But may Allah not make us such that somebody else has to ask us that what made us burn. May Allah make us of the people of salah. May Allah make us of the people of zakat. May Allah make us of the people of Karati. May Allah make us those that warn ourselves and warn the people around. Wa akhiru